Welcome to episode 98 of Enhancing the Human Experience. In this episode, I'm going to be sharing with you seven things that you could put on your spiritual altar. Hopefully you have a spiritual altar of some sort, and hopefully you spend some time hanging out there every day because the, you know we really can be re-energized and um, like re-aligned with our purpose and get a lot of like positive energy from soaking up the the things I'm going to talk about on this list that we put on our spiritual altar. It's like a, a time to renew ourselves and regenerate ourselves. Super, super powerful. You've probably experienced this in some way, shape, or form in your own life. You know, lots of different um, whether it's, uh, you know, traditions in like uh, the martial arts or in like yoga type stuff or meditation, you know, all those types of traditions use an altar. And what I'm going to propose is like bringing it more into the mainstream and making it more, I guess, um, multifaceted and well-rounded and supportive of your life and your specific goals and dreams and outcomes that you want. Because ultimately, you know, the spiritual altar our, our purpose is to do our work in the world, right? To inspire us to show up in the best way, be the best version of ourselves, do the thing we came here to do, the, the thing that like our soul work or our heart work that wants to be done in the world. And that's where the real payoff is, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go through this list and then, um, you know, we're going to talk about each one. And we're also going to talk about digital altars because we are in the digital age and, you know, it can be as simple as um, making a collage on your phone or even putting them in a folder on your phone that you look through maybe once a day or whenever you need a little bit of inspiration. But that's super powerful too. It doesn't have to be a physical altar because we are in the digital age now. And, you know, this the idea for this episode, one, my own altar is a place that I really enjoy hanging out. I really enjoy having it, you know, building into it and thinking of what I want to put into it. And, you know, maybe I want to take some things out sometimes and put certain things in or on the altar sometimes. And so I think it's a fun way, like I said, to reconnect with ourselves. And the other day I got a super awesome addition, like a gift to my altar. And it's this, uh, it's a gym, selenite. And I was thrilled because I don't have, I'm not, I have some gems, but gems have not really been my thing you know, to date, but I've wanted to, I kind of planted that seed and I kind of wanted to have gems be part of my altar. And so I was really fortunate to receive a gem, uh, this selenite, which I'm really excited, you know, to put on the altar and, you know, use its power, right? I did this little card that came with it said, um, it said that selenite is powerful enough to clear negative energies and reprogram your crystals. You never need to recharge it. It can help in expanding your awareness and contacting your spiritual guides and angels. Rubbing the stone may help you enter into the realm of dreams, intuition, and a meditative state. Selenite can be placed on the third eye chakra to increase telepathic abilities. The insight it provides is valuable in any healing treatment. So as you can imagine, I was thrilled to get the selenite. So I'm really excited to put that on the altar. But let's let's go into these seven things, and then we're going to kind of talk about you know um, some some of the digital digital things you can do. The first thing that you can put on your altar is gods and gurus and pictures and statues of 
inspirational people who have been on, like, say, the spiritual path or the God path, however you want to define that, right? These are, you know, your yogis, um, your rishis, your sages, your saints, those kind of things. And when I put those pictures and, you know, images or statues on my altar, I put them all on there, right? I've got a picture of Jesus on there. I've got Buddha, the statue of Buddha and a picture of Buddha. Um, Krishna, um, yogis, lots of yogis from the Paramahansa tradition, from uh, Kriya Yoga tradition, I should say. Um, those are the things I, I want to get them all in there because at the end of the day, you know, we're all on the same path, right? Whether you, you know, become self-realized in one lineage or in one tradition or another, ultimately it's the same thing. Even though we make differentiations in our world, right? And kind of segment, you know, this is this religion, this is that religion, this is that one. You know, attaining self-realization and enlightenment is, that is what it is. It doesn't matter what tradition you're in. Remember, those are just constructs of the man mind, right? The race mind. And so I put those all on there because I want to, you know, be inspired by all of those teachers and, you know, even throw Muhammad in there. I don't know much about um, Islam, but, you know, again, I'm not going to rule anything out if it is going to align and help me be uh, the the most, you know, aligned with my true person or with my true purpose in the world and and do good work in the world, right? We're drawing that power from all of those people. And so I'm putting all of them on my uh, altar. You know, you might want to just focus on certain ones in your specific tradition or in your specific like uh, spiritual practice, but I've got all of them on mine. So that's the first one. Statues or pictures of gods and gurus that you like resonate with, right? And certain ones you're going to resonate with more and certain ones probably not so much. Number two is objects. Now this can cover all sorts of things. You know, this would be part of your crystals, you know, like I'm going to, the selenite is an object, uh, beads or little stones or rocks or pieces of nature that you find. Those kind of things are the objects, right? These are the inanimate things that still resonate. Something resonates with us. What something resonates with them, and, and it inspires us, those kind of things can go on the altar. And, you know, you just find them around, they, you know, things like that will come to you, right? And you will have like an affinity for certain things, those kind of things can go on the altar. The other little thing that I, I sometimes put on there, uh, on and off are beads that people have given me or that I have some type of spiritual meaning or significance. Um, put them around the neck of the Buddha statue that I've got. You know, it's like a foot high Buddha statue. That's kind of the main central piece of the altar just because, you know, it's stone. It's a good like physical representation of anchoring. Um, that represents my time studying B- Buddha at like, I guess, you know, like a like more of a book level. I never did practice Buddhism. I never um, got deep into it like my good friend Alejandro Anastasio did. If you want to know about Buddhism, you know, check out his stuff at One Hand Speaks. I've also had him on the podcast before, but he is a high level uh, Vajrayana Buddhist practitioner and he knows all the stuff. So when I have a question, I go to him to ask that. Um, but again, I I have I see value in Buddhism, right? Like I said, there's value in whatever tradition you have learned about, because we're all, it all goes in the pot, whether it's Taoist, Buddhist, you know, if you're in uh, Hindu, uh, all those things, there's a huge value there. So the objects are really powerful. Like I say, you could, you know, stones and beads and all sorts of stuff like that. 
Number three, the third thing you can put on your altar is images, pictures of nature. I love pictures of nature. Sometimes you can't get out into nature if you live in the city and you can't experience that, but you know what? You can get the essence of it or part of it by by putting a picture on your altar. I love pictures of waterfalls, pictures of greenery, plants, flowers, but also just pictures of, you know, remote landscapes and stuff like that or holy places too, right? Maybe you can't get to your holy place where you really have a deep connection with your divinity and with the God force that flows through you, but maybe you could put a picture of that holy place on your altar somewhere. So number three is images. Number four, I don't think any altar would be complete without incense or candles or stuff like that, right? Light the incense, kind of clear away the negative energy, a little bit of sage maybe, and kind of get into that, you know, I guess space, clear the space so you can hang out with your spiritual altar and connect with your divinity and all that stuff. Definitely some incense, definitely some candles, huge, huge addition to your altar. Um, Pick aromas that enliven you and inspire you and, you know, again, awaken your divinity within you. So that's number four, incense and candles. Number five is again, one of my favorite ones because I love quotes and ideas and inspirational sayings. And that's put put quotes and inspirational sayings on your altar. Now, I do this a couple different ways. One, I, I clip them and put them either physically on my altar or like I said, in the digital format, which we'll talk about in a moment. But the other thing that I've started to do, because that can add up, right? Sometimes you, your altar's only small, right? You don't want to make it like this huge thing. I mean, maybe you do. I, I personally don't. I don't want to make it this huge thing that is like, you know, monstrous. I want my altar to be fairly small and manageable. And so what I do is I swap out different quotes or pictures that are resonating with me at different times. And that gives like a refreshing, right? And it changes just like adding a new piece of furniture or doing something like that in your house. Those kind of things, you know, refresh your altar from time to time. And so with these quotes or sayings, my new thing that I'm doing is just getting a little like three by five notebook or something fancy, right? I mean, it is your altar. You might want to put something on there that has a little more, I guess, like a little more higher level of uh, of quality per se, but little three by five notebook or something like that. Special pen, right? You might want to get something, you know, a fancier pen than just a a piece of uh, pencil or some, you know, crappy pen, because you're going to write the quotes and sayings in that, and then then it becomes part of your altar. Remember, you know, we want to think visual appearance of our altar. It is like a holy or a sacred or an inspirational place. So with that little book, you could just flip it open to the place that inspires you, the quote that inspires you, and put it on your altar and change it, you know, flip the pages from time to time. I like that because you can put a large amount of, of quotes and inspirational sayings in there and it doesn't like take up this whole place. One of the things that, a personal challenge for me is putting things away, right? Not having everything out in, in front of me. When I work, I'm a stacker and I need all my work in front of me or I, <laughs> I think I'm going to forget about it or something, which is like a, you know, a little quirk in my mind, but that can also carry over into my altar. And so one of the things that I really need to be conscious of is, hey, you know, you don't need all of the stuff in front of you or every single inspirational picture or quote 
or statue on your altar. Keep it simple and, you know, keep it really clean. This is kind of what I'm telling myself, my self-talk, right? That's where this little little flip book came into my, into my mind. I was like, okay, this is a really simple way to put all of the quotes that I want, flip them on there, depending on what I resonate with each day, and still have them there, but it's not like cluttering up the whole space. Because that's another thing. Simplicity is like foundational to enhancing our experience. And we definitely don't want to, you know, um, introduce any complexity into our most holy spiritual place, our own altar. So think about that. What cool way can you put the quotes and inspirational sayings that inspire you onto your altar in a way that enhances the visual appearance and feels really good and, you know, makes it look really awesome. So that's number five, quotes and sayings. Number six is animals. And we, I mean, I don't have to sell you on the fact that animals are super awesome to put on your altar or in your house. By what animals I mean by like, you know, pictures or little statues or figures or some other type of representation, um, artistic type sculptural animals, whatever. But the reason the animals are so awesome and the reason I like them is because, you know, they have different like qualities than us. And they have some, in some ways, they trump us, right? They don't have a mind that can overthink, right? They're operating on instinct. They don't question whether that other animal, uh, what that other animal thinks of them, right? They don't question, oh, how is this going to be perceived? You know, they don't have that social aspect. Now, granted, they do have a like um, some type of social aspect, right? But it's more, it's simpler than ours. It's not as silly and complex and overthinking and all of that stuff that that we have. They, they do have a hierarchy, right? But it's not something they wake up and like worry or have anxiety about. So that's why I like animals, specifically like, you know, lions or leopards or tigers. And my favorite animal that I have on my digital altar is the uh, the honey badger, right? Have you seen this, um, this uh, video where the, the honey badger does not care, right? It doesn't care it's not concerned with all the other stuff that we humans are concerned with. So honey badger inspires me definitely at, because pr- primarily, you know, it helps me get over the the people-pleasing aspect of myself and the, um, I guess, too cautious aspect, that kind of thing. So those those pictures of animals can help us become a better version of ourselves by adopting some of their qualities, being more like the honey badger. We don't want to be completely like the honey badger because quite frankly, the, the honey badger is kind of, a, kind of an asshole, right? I mean, for lack of a better word, but it does have some qualities that we and I definitely need and want more of in my life. So I love the picture of the honey badger. You can choose whatever animal that you, that resonates with you. Last but not least, number seven, this might sound kind of weird, I don't mean it to. It is really, really important that that I feel you have this on there, that we all have this on our altar. And that's some kind of picture or representation of ourselves, right? Because we are, you know, the embodiment of divinity and the God forces flowing through us. And we're like a part of source energy or universal consciousness. It's a trap. When we always are looking outward to other people, other animals, places, things, and looking for and like, like, you know, kind of honoring 
or holding up on a, a pedestal the divinity in other people or in other things or in other places. The divinity is within us. One of my favorite quotes for this is, the kingdom of heaven is within. That's a divine holy place. And however you want to play this, however you want to represent this, you know, that quote in and of itself would remind you that you're part of your altar too, and that you need to like honor and, you know, kind of hold yourself up on a pedestal as well. It can be just a simple quote like that. The kingdom of heaven is within some other type of, um, you know, quote like that. It doesn't have to be your own picture or your face in the center of your altar. It could be, but if you want to play it a little bit different, just something that is going to remind you that you belong on that altar too, right? We are all connected. We're all divinity. We're all on the same like path here. It's just how we're expressing, you know, the, the one consciousness or the source in different ways. So I really think it's a powerful inclusion to include some type of uh, picture or representation or reminder of your own divinity uh, on your altar. So those are the seven things that you could put on your altar. Probably you already have some of those things. Hopefully I've shared with you something new that might increase or enhance your altar. Now, we do live in the digital age, so let's talk about digital altars. Obviously, you know, your phone is with you all the time. What I do is I have a folder, I guess it's not a folder, it's an album in Google Photos, and I put all those, well, I have it on my computer and in Google Photos, but I put, you know, pictures in a digital altar. Now, one day, I, I sometimes print them off depending on where I'm at or if I'm, you know, reorganizing my altar or whatever, but at least you have them, at least you can look at them on a continual basis, maybe in your morning ritual or evening ritual, and have them serve as reminders to inspire you and motivate you and go out and do your thing in the world and be in alignment with who you really are. So you could save them in any fashion that you want, or you could even put them onto maybe an altar board, right? You know, I've probably got a dream board or a vision board. Maybe you put them all onto like an eight by 10 or 11 by 17, have them printed out, however you want to play it, um, or have the pictures printed out and then glue them onto an altar board. But the reason I like digital is because it's always with us, right? We're always going to have our phone or our computer with us and we can always look at that. And you can collect more images there than you can in a physical altar. If you're kind of like me and you want to pare down your possessions, become a little more lean uh, so you can do more work in the world and have more experiences and adventures, that's a great way to do it is to go more digital, which is one of the things that I'm continually doing is to become more and more digital, less and less things or just a few things, right? So it can clutter our space, clutter our environment, distract us, all that stuff. So if you haven't got a digital altar yet, definitely look into setting one up and, you know, using that on a continual basis. Well, last but not least, this is also one of the important things that is kind of the foundation of the altar. I was going to mention this at the first, but I'll say it now. One of the things that I think is really, really powerful is to, we, again, we're talking about raising our vibration, becoming our best self, doing all those things. My my favorite, well, I shouldn't say favorite, maybe one of the my favorite things on an altar is this little sign that says, thank you. I got it on the, it came in a candle and it's just this little sign that says, thank you. But that reminds me to practice love, appreciation, and gratitude all the time and, and continually go back to that. No matter what's happening in my world, no matter what's happening in my life, to 
always remember and be super grateful for what I do have and what is going right. And of course, as we know, that tunes up when we're vibrating at that state, that tunes up other areas of our lives automatically. It's really easy to slip into a down that slippery slope of being ingrateful and not noticing all the blessings that we do have in our lives. And then what happens, right? More of those types of things come around because we're again, our energy is shifting and modulating down to that lower level of vibration. And we start to attract those types of experiences. Love and appreciation and gratitude are at the high end of the emotional scale, right? They're really high vibrations. And so when we can tune into that and be grateful and be appreciative and be loving of our experiences, our lives, ourselves, our friends, our family, that's going to help more than anything else, right? So that's one of the things, of, again, a visual reminder uh, to be grateful, to love and appreciate again, because we want to vibrate at that really high level. So that's one of the things that I was going to mention at the first, but I think it's really important. I didn't want to leave without that. Okay, that's the podcast. I really appreciate you listening. Until next time, all the best, health, wealth, and success. And I hope you have a lot of fun making your altar a little, little more awesome. All right. Hey, thank you guys. I really appreciate it. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.